There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Louis Anderson was named one of Comedy Central's 100 Greatest Stand-Up Comedians. Tonight, he hosts a virtual comedy special from his home in Las Vegas. Hi, Jason. How are you? So tell me about the show. How did this come about? Why do the live stream? Well, you know, I've been working on this material just from being cooped up for a whole year. And I, you know, he realized a lot of things about Vegas and, you know, what's going on and you know, how we lived our life in the last year with Uber Eats and DoorDash and, and uh, you know, how we had, you know, do I buy Bitcoin? Do I buy Dogecoin? What do I do with my life now? I've spent this whole year. Who are my friends? What am I doing? You know, and so I really got to that thing. It's like how much it's changed our thinking as a group of people, I think. Oh, absolutely. You mentioned who are my friends. I mean, do you think the past year has really helped you sort of whittle it down and see who actually matters? Yeah, I mean, you know, like who called you, who checked on you, who when you called them, you know, were were trying to do something good with their lives. Who are the, who are the people who didn't even call you at all and you thought we were friends? But, you know, a lot of people went through a lot of stuff. I try to, you know, be understanding and everything, but... I think I got a lot of funny stuff the first time I went out after the pandemic and, uh, you know, how scared everybody was and do I get, you know, are we going to be okay? How long is it going to last? My mom, what she, what would she have been like during the pandemic? My mom actually was born during the, the during the last pandemic we had. During the Spanish flu? Yeah, she was seven or eight during the Spanish flu. What stories did she tell you about being growing up with the Spanish flu? Well, she just told me that, you know, there was a time when it was rough. She didn't go into details. Um, she was that kind of person who just said we all had to stay home. We had to be careful. They ran gas stations in South Dakota, so they had to uh, be careful and let people bump, pump their own gas and, and not have interactions with people and wear the masks and the whole thing. Well, yeah. So, yeah, for, for us, this seems like a... You know, once in a generation thing, where uh, for her, it's, she actually saw it in her time. That's wild. Yeah. Well, you mentioned your mom. It's a perfect segue. Didn't you just write your fourth book was was called Hey Mom? Hey Mom, yeah, Hey Mom. Sorry, I told my mom, and you can hear him too. And uh, yeah, it's a really great book for me. It really made me realize how much I miss my mom and how many questions I had. I always tell people, Hey, talk to your mom. Ask her questions that you're never going to be able to ask when she's not around. Find out, you know, why she married Dad. What was what was the big attraction? You know, what did she get? What did she give up in her life to raise all of us? You know, those kind of things. Tell me about your mom. You know, keep her memory alive for us a little bit. How how was she as a person raising you? Well, she was a very empathetic person. She really cared about people. 
if a kid in the neighborhood looked hungry, she'd have him stay for dinner. If somebody wasn't being taken care of in the neighborhood, she would say that kid's having some trouble. She always said be nice to everybody. You never know what kind of day they had, Louie. She always, and she loved butter, and she loved to cook, and loved to feed us. And, you know, I, I think she was really one of the sweetest people I ever met. And so I, I patterned a lot of things after her. My dad was a grump, on the other hand. He was a, you know, war veteran. He'd been through a lot. So I had an interesting family all the way around. And um, this book really takes a look at uh, my mom as the centerpiece in it. And it's, uh, it was very eye-opening for me. Wow, yeah. And didn't weren't you one of like 11 children? She she really she really yeah. had a, a handful. <laughs> what was it like growing up in a house of 11 kids? <laughs> you know what's so funny, Jason, is I have no idea what it's like because I don't have anything to compare it to. Right, it's like, your normal. How many kids for your family? Just three. I mean, I was I'm a twin, so I have a little bit of an interesting uh, story there, but I can't compete with 11 kids. Oh yeah, me? that's always good. Yeah. Now, uh, <laughs> do you find yourself knowing when your twin is not doing well, or when you should call him or her? It's funny you ask that. I feel like I'm being interviewed now, but this is cool. It's funny you ask that. There was a time in high school when I swear to God I was taking a test in math class, tasted blood in my mouth, and I found out that my brother had fallen in the hallway and busted his mouth up. Uh, so, you know what? Ever since then, I thought maybe that, that connection may be a little real. Yeah, I bet you felt a real kinship right then and, and got scared. And, and so, maybe, were you older or younger? Uh, well, we're twins, so I'm 26 minutes younger. My poor mom. <laughs> yeah, I always wonder that, though. I wonder who came out first. You were the brave one, Jason, right? Right. No, he came out first. I, I, was, I, was, in, I was stuck inside for a while. Oh, he point. came out first. Oh. Yeah. Growing up in a big family, is you look for solitude and try to find your place in the family and how you fit in, those kind of things. For sure, for sure. Well, you know, speaking of growing up, you know, obviously this is in St. Paul, Minnesota. Do you remember your earliest, you know, brushes with comedy? Like, did you have certain stand-ups or, or albums that you listened to, you know, religiously? Yeah, I had a, I had a lot of those. Uh, I had, uh, you know, Richard Pryor and George Carlin. And uh, I had, uh, I also had, like, Jack Benny and Bob Hope and, you know, people like that, too, Johnny Carson. Uh, those were all big influences on me. And Jonathan Winters, all those shows we used to watch. Those were really my big influences. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And what would you say, you know, when did you get the idea to start doing stand-up yourself? Like, what, what would be, you say, like your big break moment of like, oh, I can actually make a go of this? Uh, I guess I was doing it and I... I did it on a dare, first of all. I never was going to be a stand-up. I just tried it. And uh, here I am 43 years later. Yeah, one of Comedy Central's 100 greatest stand-ups of all time. And that, that's, how does that make you feel? Well, I, I, I love that stuff. I know it's all just, you know, somebody made a list up, and I'm glad to be on it. But, uh, you know, I, I think every comic has their own point of view. And I'm just looking forward to this special Saturday. I got a lot of new material. I think people are going to really enjoy it. It's on Rush Kicks. R-U-F-H, 
CIX. I hope people will tune in. Buy a ticket for your mom and dad. You know, let them watch the show. Everybody in the family can enjoy it. I think people will really like it. Speaking of family, I mean, I remember growing up watching you on Life with Louie. Um, memories on that really fast. I love Life with Louie. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, I think it was still hold up, and we're thinking about bringing it back. We think really? It would still be a great show, and we think people would enjoy it, yeah. All oh, right. Life with Louie. My dad character, I play my mom. play all the characters. Edie McClurg plays my mom. I play my dad and me in the narration. It was really a lot of fun. You still got the voice down, that's for sure. So you could you could easily do it if they brought it back. That will... Jason Crawley, <laughs> huh? <laughs> yep, he's still, he's still got the voice, everybody. Um, all right, cool. Well, then I know the next, a lot of other people will know you from Family Feud. I mean, I know there's been a bunch of hosts from there. You know, Richard Dawson's big shoes to fill, but and now Steve Harvey. But you you were sort of in that transition period. Did, any, any fond memories of, of hosting that? Oh, that was the best thing. I used to watch the family feud with my family, and here I am hosting it. It was a dream come true. Didn't I see a clip where you really broke up Steve Harvey? You were on there as, like, a guest, and he asked, uh, what was the question? You you gave an answer that cracked him up about CPR. Oh, I don't know. I don't you know, I don't have all those in my head. It was Maybe something yeah. about if Grandpa is, is uh, going out in the dating world again, what would you want his girlfriend to have? And you said CPR training. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's, that's great that you remember that. We'd be remiss if we don't mention, you know, your recent Emmy for uh, for Baskets. Uh, how cool was it playing such a unique role as Christine, but also, you know, working with Galifianakis? Well, you know, you know, Zach was so much fun to work with. He's such a nice guy. And to play his mom was such a treat. To play that character, people seem to really like us. I still get people asking me if Christine Baskets will be their mother. It's all fun stuff. I just love it. So someone could write a Hey Mom book about Christine. Yeah, they really could. I can tell you that. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, I know you've been really generous with your time. Uh, anything else we should know about the show on Vegas? You're going to talk pandemic stuff. Uh, any other cool, fun, current topics you're going to, you know, roast? I'm going to cover it all. I, I mean, you know, people are familiar with my comedy. They know that I do good specials. And this will be, I hope, one of my best specials. And I have a solid show ready. And I'm really excited about doing a virtual comedy show for the first time. It should be so much fun. I, I'm really looking forward to it. Awesome. And do you have plans to get back at, you know, once now that the pandemic's sort of starting to subside, or is it going to be more virtual shows coming up? Or you have any plans to get back out to, to live I think uh, that, in person? I don't know. You know, let's see how it goes. I, I, have, I have shows this fall coming out, you know, that I'm going on the road again. So I'm looking forward to that. So let's hope we all are able to get back out there. But, you know, I don't know. I Nobody knows what's going to happen yet still, I don't think. By the way, where where will this be filmed? You know, it's virtual, but where are you going to where are you gonna actually be? It's going to be right in my house. Oh, nice. Do so you have, like, a little studio set up in the basement or something? No, I'm going to do it right. I, I, I'm a surprise. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to tell you how it's going to be, but it's going to be right in my house. I don't have a studio. It's going to be really funny, and people are going to really enjoy it. All right, yeah, we'll see. yeah, save save a little of the magic. Well, uh, you have to tune in to see exactly how it's going to go down. Awesome. Well, uh, again, everybody, it's uh, this Saturday, June 12th. Uh, we appreciate you joining us. Thanks so much, Jason. Take care. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time.
I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.